0: Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring TMA with Nick Hamilton, Extra Dose.
1: This is TMA with Nick Hamilton. Wake
2: yo goat mouth ass up. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what this is coming down through the audience, but look like it just came out of the basement.
1: TMA with Nick Hamilton. You know what I'm saying? Thank you because now! <laughs> Now we bring out our buddy Nick Hamilton. What's going on everybody? Welcome to another edition of TMA with Nick Hamilton here on Sirius XM Slam Radio 145. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be on this planet. Hope everybody had a great weekend and a great start to the new week. A whole lot to talk about on this episode so let's get right into it. Make sure you follow me. On social media platforms on Twitter at Nick Hamilton213 and hopefully one day on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA. Because we all know that Instagram is down at the time of the recording of this show. Hopefully it'll be back up. But anyway, I digress. Hope everybody had a, a great weekend. Nonetheless, we always talk about effective communication, right? People want to communicate. We talk about we communicate through various channels, i.e., social media, text, email and you always want to get your point across clearly even in person which is almost damn near a rarity these days but when you have a chance to talk to somebody in person or even over the phone you want to convey your point clearly you want to make sure that you know whatever you're trying to s- disseminate to that person that they truly understand it as as much as possible as much as you can humanly control and i say that because we talk about communication so much. We are in the communication business. You folks listening to me on these here airwaves, I'm in the communication business. My producer, Jake Warner, is in the communication business that you hear on this lovely program. And the thing, and the reason why I'm bringing up communication is because Major League Baseball has to do a better job on answering real questions. Meaning, how can you have a team that's won 106 games? which is kind of tied, I believe, tied for a franchise record. And yet, they may have the potential of traveling to a team that has won less than 100 games because they won their division. And I'm talking about specifically the Los Angeles Dodgers. The other team I'm talking about happens to be the Milwaukee Brewers. Now, the Dodgers swept the Brewers over the weekend, and Trey Turner is not gonna be on the Christmas card list of the Milwaukee Brewers and the Milwaukee Brewer fans. He's not. He smacked two grand slams in two different games, eleven total. Just for his career, the Dodgers have won 106 games. Unfortunately, more than likely, they probably lost Max Muncie uh, for the playoffs, which is really unfortunate. Clayton Kershaw, we still don't know what his status is going to be. More than likely, he may be gone for the for the playoffs, but again, we don't know as of yet. There's been no official word. The the Milwaukee Brewers lost one of their setup guys, who was eight and two. Uh, due to, I believe, a hand injury. I think he had to have surgery, so he's gone for the playoffs. So it makes it very, very interesting. Major League Baseball, which is something the NFL did many years ago, if you recall, with the Seattle Seahawks. where the Seattle Seahawks, I believe, were 7-9. and nine. They won the division, but they had had another team who I believe was 10-6 and six, had to travel to Seattle to play a playoff game which made absolutely no sense. Some people were up in arms, which I understand because that is ass backwards. It makes no sense. What is the point of fighting to to win games, even if you don't win the division, to go up against an opponent that's lesser than you? That's like saying, hey, I got an A in the class, but I got to go compete against a dude that got a C in the class. No, I should be competing with the person that has the A. I shouldn't be downgrading myself because that person just skated around with a freaking C. That's stupid. And you know what else is stupid? How Major League Baseball has organized their playoff format. There's no reason. And again, I know I may be getting ahead of myself here because the Dodgers have to play a one-game playoff against the St. Louis Cardinals. They've been absolutely red hot as of late. I believe they won 18 straight before they they lost a a game or so uh, recently. But if they can get past Adam Wainwright, I know Max Serger is more than likely going to be on the mound for the Dodgers. The good saving grace is it will be at Dodger Stadium uh, tomorrow. So at the same time, that's a good point. Then they have to go and face the San Francisco Giants, which makes sense. The Giants won the division. They won a hundred and some odd games. They won the division. I get it. And they don't have to do a whole lot of traveling. It's a one-hour flight. You get what I'm going with this. If they happen to beat the San Francisco Giants, and let's say the Milwaukee Brewers end up beating the Braves or the Braves end up beating the Milwaukee Brewers. Either way, the Dodgers are the visiting team, which means they don't have home field, even though they won more games. They won more games than the Brewers. They won absolutely more games than the Brewers, right? The Dodgers have won. Let's see. Hold on. Give me a quick second here. Okay. So the Dodgers, the the Milwaukee, excuse me, the Milwaukee Brewers have won 95 games. The Braves have won 88 games. Dodgers have won 106. San Francisco has won 107. But yet, they're going to be the, the visiting team. Major League Baseball has got to do a better job of handling their playoff format. Much like the NFL has had to do with their playoff format. Because what is the incentive? Mediocrity carries you? It should be the other way around. There's no reason why games one and two, if they happen to get past San Francisco, the Dodgers should not be hosting either the Milwaukee, excuse me, the Milwaukee Brewers or the Atlanta Braves. That makes no damn sense to me. But does Major League Baseball care? No, no. Even even if the San Francisco Giants happen to beat the Dodgers, so because they won their division, they'd have home field. That makes sense. They've won 107 games. But if San Francisco happened to be in the same position as the Dodgers, and the Dodgers end up were the end up being the the NA, the NL West division winners, and the Giants were in that position. I said the same thing for the Giants. That makes no sense. And that's what's got to change. That's what's got to change. And that makes no sense. And this is why I say the format has to change immediately. The format has to change. I don't know why. I don't know what it's going to take for it to change. But damn it, it's got to change. But I'm looking forward to the playoffs. I'm looking forward to Dodgers and the the Cardinals. I'll be out there. I'm looking forward to hopefully the Dodgers moving on to play the hated ones known as the Giants. That'll be a fun series to watch. I'm looking forward mostly to that Red Sox-Yankees playoff game or one-game playoff, whatever you want to call it, because that's going to be fun, and that's in Boston. And whoever wins that, is going to go ahead and face the Tampa Bay Rays, who won hundred games this year. I don't know what the hell's going on in Tampa, but we—I didn't know—I didn't think—I thought Tampa was going to have a drop off, especially with that little fire cell that they had, especially with Blake Snell going to the Padres, who was one of their best pitchers, who pretty much owned the Dodgers. And Dodger fans can get mad, but y'all know I'm speaking the truth. You know I'm speaking the truth. White Sox, Astros—that's going to be fun. Braves, Brewers, eh. Who cares? But I tell you what, speaking of who cares, these WNBA playoffs have been heating up. The teams that we thought were going to make it to the finals are on the verge of getting kicked out. They're on the verge of being evicted. They got that three-day notice. Pack your stuff and get the hell on because the Chicago Sky and Candace Parker are determined to get the, their team to the WNBA finals. And boy did we underestimate Diana Taurasi and the and and Britney Griner and Skylar Diggins-Smith and the and the in the, the Phoenix Mercury. Goodness gracious. Cuz I had to I had penciled in the Las Vegas Aces. I thought they had an incredible squad. Asia Wilson has had a fantastic year. Jackie Young, Kelsey Plum just won the sixth woman of the year. They lost Liz Cambage due to COVID, but then she tried to work her way back in. And as Bill Lane Beer pointed out, she's still dealing with, you know, her wind and her health issues because of COVID and trying to get, you know, she's winded at times when they can't utilize her the way that they want to utilize her. So a lot of questions started surfacing. A, if the Las Vegas Aces who went to the WNBA finals last year against the Seattle Storm and lost, and yes, they lost Angel who who's a veteran, uh, that has a little bit to do with it, but most, for the most part, the Las Vegas Aces have played pretty well throughout the season, even with people like, you know, Asia Wilson, Jackie Young, uh, the point guy, you know, Chelsea Gray, you know, Raquana Williams. They played well in the absence of Liz Cambage. But Brittany Griner has put on a goddamn clinic. My God i had to say it like that because that's exactly the emphasis i want you to feel i want you to feel that because britney griner has put on a clinic in the paint she has been masterful after game one i don't know what was said i don't know what Dinah tarazi told her i don't know what phone call she got i don't know how many bowls of Wheaties she had to eat but damn it she has been on fire and did you see Skylar dickens at the end of the game on sunday saying what the F you all thought this was at the end. Skyler fired up. And they're in Phoenix. And shout out to Chris Paul. Say what you want about Chris Paul. Chris Paul bought a bunch of tickets so that fans could come in and support the Phoenix Mercury and the WNBA since they had to be removed from their normal home base and play at Arizona State. Because I believe it was some Disney on Ice show or something that was previously scheduled. So shout out to Chris Paul for that. But man, if the Las Vegas Aces lose this game, ooh, buddy, it's going to be some changes. It's going to be some furniture moving around that camp if they lose game four. And more than likely, they probably will because they're in Phoenix. And them fans are going to be thick as a Luke dancer in them stands. Yes, I said it. And the question remains, what happens to Bill Lane Beer? Is it time for a change in head coach with Bill Lane Beer? I think so. They, how long has Bill Lane Beer been there and can't get a ring? Does Liz Cambage leave the Las Vegas Aces and vote for LA? She's LA material. She's DJing. She has a big time personality. She loves L.A. Every time you turn around, she's out here. It wouldn't surprise me in the least, her being a free agent, decide, hey, you know what? I'm going to go sign with the L.A. Sparks and and, and go control L.A. Makes perfect sense. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she re-signed with the Aces. But I would think Bill Lane Beer would no longer have to be there. So the question remains, if they get rid of Bill Lane Beer, who will be the head coach for the Aces? Now, could that slide in opportunity for a, a black woman coach to come in there? Since, the, since it, it appears the WNBA has has frozen out black women head coaches, as they say they they want more diversity. That's what they say, but I have yet to see that, even on the media front. But I'll talk about that another time. So, could we see uh, Lisa Leslie coaching? Could we see a Don Staley leaving South Carolina to come coach? her former player in Asia Wilson in the WNBA? Could we see a Tina Thompson come and coach since she's coaching at the University of Virginia? I don't know. But the question remains, what the hell has to happen in Las Vegas? Because Mark Davis did not invest all that money just to be a mediocre team or a team that comes up shorter every, you know, each year. That's not going to happen. Mark Davis is not going for that. And his investors aren't going for that. Mark Davis is about to build a state of the art practice facility for the Las Vegas Aces out there, right outside of Vegas. He's trying to capitalize the market. And you think Mark Davis is happy if his, his team gets eliminated and doesn't make the WNBA finals? Even though they made the finals last year in a bubble, which was a more concentrated effort and more and more stress a more stressful effort. I mean stressful opportun- uh time, I should say. Being in that bubble and under those conditions, what's the excuse? I mean, Bill Lane Lambert is clearly getting out coached. And when it comes to the Chicago Sky and Candace Parker, I told y'all before, Candace Parker is the engine that makes that 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 team move. It may not always show up on the stat sheet each and every night, but she's the energy that makes that 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 team move. And they're one game away from getting to the WNBA finals. If Candace Parker gets to the WNBA Finals and she happens to win, win it all, she's already a first ballot Hall of Famer. That just takes her legacy to a whole different level. She's won two championships with two different franchises and against Diana Taurasi potentially and the, and the Phoenix Mercury. Can't ask for a better WNBA WNBA Finals than that. And I'm looking forward to watching that. I'm not disappointed at all. We get Mercury against Sky, I'm all for it. And hopefully more people will start watching too. Hell, it's Candace Parker. Key, she's must-see TV anyway. How could you miss out on that? Coming up on the other side of the break, you don't want to miss our next segment as we get into the NFL. What is going on with your Los Angeles Rams? Should we hit the panic button? Also, ooh, Chargers, Raiders, fan bases. Yeesh. Did Keenan Allen have a point? Or is he just kind of stroking the, the Bolts fan base? We'll get into that and more coming up on the other side of the break. You're checking out TMA with Nick Hamilton here on Sirius XM, Slam Radio 145. Stay tuned. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Lone. Yo, Sway Calloway. This
3: is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Everyone. What's up? This is Grock, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio.
1: Sirius XM,
3: yeah.
4: There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station.
5: We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, Amigo. But you I'm see
2: it's a bad bro. idea to do that. I didn't bro. cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing, you're gonna be home today so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. No, and then you give me that puppy look it back. You give me that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Give good thing nobody can keep crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you,
3: know, you can be a Richard sometimes.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on SiriusXM XM 145. Slam Radio.
0: Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings See what you can do online at SocialSecurity.gov.
4: Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm
2: constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall. It's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really... get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And uh, in the word can't is the word can. And the word don't is the word do. And the word won't is the word one. And in the word impossible, it's possible. So What are you telling? You're telling them you don't. You know, that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, and you don't really understand it is to win you, you got to take those losses you got to take those hits there has got to be the valleys the peaks the ups the downs in order for you to when it does happen you go wow you know this is what it's all about
0: on behalf of all of us here at slam radio we would like to thank you pitbull for making this dream become a
3: reality slam radio what's sure up was... from enrique santos <laughs>
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to TMA with Nick Hamilton here on Sirius XM Slam Radio 145. Make sure you hit me up on Twitter at NickHamilton213. Now, before I get into some NFL talk, and of course, we all know uh, it was a very interesting week. Uh, by the way, the Houston, congratulations to the Houston Texans who got the Krispy Kreme Award for the week. Uh, a donut, uh, because that's exactly what their team is worth, a donut because that's how that's who showed up against the Buffalo Bills as they were blown out 40 to nothing. But, before I get into some more NFL talk, I want to talk about a little bit about LeBron James. And LeBron James as it pertains to the vaccines. Now, recently Lakers media day was held last week, and LeBron was asked about, you know, his his vaccination status and would he actually appeal to his fellow peers or teammates about the importance of getting the vaccine and should he be responsible for getting it. He basically said, listen, I'm vaccinated, but it's not my responsibility to tell somebody, hey, you should do this or not do that. That's their body. It's their choice. They have a right to do what they want to do with their body. No different than somebody can come in my house and tell me how to run my house, which I totally agree with him on. So recently on CNN, there was an anchor who asked Enos cancer of the uh, of the uh who's an nba center about lebron james not being more vocal about encouraging people to take the vaccine especially his fellow nba players
5: Uh, lebron james finally revealed um Mm -hmm. just recently that he is vaccinated but he declined to call on others to do the same do you think Players like LeBron James, who were so high-profile, so looked up to, um, have a responsibility to protect not only his fellow players but also the black community. When we know the black community has been disproportionately impacted by this virus, by COVID.
4: You know, when I you know when I heard it, I was very disappointed, and it's ridiculous. You know, obviously LeBron James, he's is one of the
1: face of the uh, league. And he should be the first one to go out there and say, listen, everyone, you know, I I got the vaccine and I'm encouraging everyone. My community, you know, everyone, basketball fans, non-basketball fans, all the uh, sport fans are just going out there to get this uh, vaccine so we can save other uh, lives. So so
4: when I heard that, I just couldn't uh, believe it. But um, I hope he can educate himself about this uh, vaccination and inspire and encourage uh, other people around him.
1: That audio is courtesy of CNN. Allow me to say, and I'm going to let my man Jake Warner pop in here as well. But let me say this. First of all, stay out of grown folks' business. You ever had your grandmother or your mother tell you, "Boy, stay out, uh, uh, girl, stay out of grown folks' business? You know why they say that? Because it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> we don't need your third-party asinine opinion. And that's the same thing I'm going to say to Enos Cantor. What the hell are you doing? How are you encouraging people with the vaccine? Since you're so overly concerned about what LeBron James does and doesn't do off the court, what the hell are you doing to encourage people with the vaccine? What have you done? Because I've seen you do nothing but criticize this man, LeBron James, which he had every right to answer it the way that he felt necessary to answer it. Now, you have the audacity. Weren't you running from Turkey? Correct me if I'm wrong. Weren't you? Worry about your own issues. Worry about what you need to do as Intis cancer, not just on the court, but off the court. Take care of yourself. And let me explain something to that journalist that was that, that was also raising the question. LeBron James does not speak for black people. OK, let's get that straight. I'm tired of some of our Caucasian comrades always thinking that one black person speaks for the entire nation of black people. Newsflash, they don't. We think for ourselves, we don't always have the same opinion. We don't all have the same, have the same viewpoint. It's okay, it doesn't doesn't incite a civil war. It's okay, we can have our own independent thought. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen, both people can still be right. One doesn't have to be wrong, one doesn't have to be right. They both can be right, or hell, they both can be wrong. That does exist in this society I promise you I BS you not It does happen LeBron James is not Martin Luther King He's not Malcolm X He's not Stokely Carmichael He's not Angela Davis He's not Asada Shakur Okay he's not Bobby Seale He's not Tupac He's not Nipsey Hussle Okay He's his own man. He's his own person. He does not dictate and govern what all black people think. So stop saying that because you look ridiculous. You sound ridiculous. You look stupid and your, your points are invalid. So stop saying it. Don't ask questions like that. Just say, hey, what do you think about LeBron James's comments about what he said about the vaccine? Every community has been disproportionate when it comes to the COVID-19 vaccine whether it, whether it pertains to health or economics. Every community has been affected by this terrible virus. And continues to be affected by it. It ain't just black people. It ain't just Latino people. It ain't just Native Americans or Filipino or Asian people. Everybody's been affected. The white community has been affected. Okay? So stop trying to generalize and 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 aim everything at one area because it's not, it's bigger than that. And that type of irresponsible journalism and you trying to paint this narrative is the reason why we as black people and we, those of us who are in black media have to go and make our jobs a little bit harder because now we got to present facts to people that want to believe mainstream media that paints these types of narratives. The fact that LeBron James is vaccinated congratulations that should be the main focal point why does he have to be a spokesman him or Draymond Green or anybody else in the NBA they don't have to be a spokesman if Kyrie Irving wants to be stupid and say dumbass things then that's then he's a freaking dumbass that's exactly what he is if you choose to listen to a man that thinks the earth is flat then you're just as stupid as he is but it's still your choice it's a great thing about America still have the power of choice for now so guess what do what is best for you do what you think is in the best interest of you but do not complain when the consequences are what they are because of your choices don't complain i'm vaccinated because i chose to be vaccinated because i wanted i felt like it would protect my family and young and young people that happen to be around me period your your reasons may be different than mine doesn't make it Less than or more than is just different. Jake did it the way he wanted to do it because he had his reasons that he wanted to do it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So I mean, hey, man, Enos Cantor is to me he's out of pocket. But to me, the the the, the worst person that's out of pocket is the, is the is the lady journalist, and,
3: and the journalist's name is Pamela Brown. And, and, and listening to the soundbite, Nick, she was out of line. She was out of line. You know. Inez also looked like he was put on the spot, but he could have just deaded the whole situation and said, well, you know, that's LeBron's choice and what he does is his business. But he took it a step further and got in LeBron's business. And I'm not even the biggest LeBron fan whatsoever. I don't like a lot of the things he does, personally. But um, this whole thing of people speaking up and having to be the spokesperson for a race... Or a movement is ridiculous. That's 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 asking a lot. That's asking a lot of somebody, and that should not be asked. And Inez Cantor, uh, the center for the Boston Celtics, he should not be in anybody's business. I I, I thought he was out of line saying LeBron should have been the one to speak up. Well, why don't you do something about it? But you know, <laughs> why don't you speak up? Why don't you you had a platform right there on CNN and you didn't say a damn word? Except LeBron should have did it. You should have said, you know what? I don't know about LeBron. That's not my business. But I would tell you personally, as somebody that's been vaccinated, blah, 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 blah. He could have did that and just deaded it. But he has a Mm -hmm. vendetta against LeBron personally, and he chose that platform to attack the man.
1: Period. There you go. There you go. And that's and that's why I said what I said. I was like, dude, come on, man. Like you got a, you got an opportunity right in front of you. And you that's right. like that's like a hungry dude and you give him a, a Big Mac and he claims to be hungry and he's starving. You can tell he's malnourished. And you give him a Big Mac, he just slaps the Big Mac out your hand like, Right. to hell with this. It's like, well, bro, then you complain, oh man, I'm still hungry. Bro, I gave you food. You, you have a chance to, you have to just eat. Right. And you just <laughs> negated the whole situation because for whatever reason, you just knocked it out of my hand. Now it's on the ground and it's, Everywhere.
3: That's right. I, I, Inez <laughs> just stick to your business with the Boston Celtics, your personal beliefs, and keep people's name out your mouth. You know, I don't know about you, bro, but like in other countries, well, in America, when you put somebody's name in your mouth, that could cause trouble. You know, LeBron is not your 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 family member or your teammate. And you know, y'all both play in the NBA, and that's where it ends right there. That's the only thing you guys have in common. So keep LeBron's name out your mouth, especially about about matters of black people, and you don't know the flight or the plight of black people. I know in your native country, you've gone through things, you've had to escape things, but you don't know the plight of what we've been through. So he, that Pamela Brown should not have set, you know set him up. like, come on, Pamela, like really? You're gonna set up somebody that's not African American or black, as I prefer to call it. And, and ask a non-black person about them speaking up for the black race and everything else.
1: Always, always, always. And speaking of, of, of people having people's names in their mouths, man, Keenan Allen apparently had the Raider fans' <laughs> names in his mouth because recently uh, he decided, he was asked a question about, hey, how do you feel? Because Derek Carr obviously came out and said that it's gonna be basically a Raider home game. He said, everywhere we've gone since I've been with the Raiders, Especially in California, Southern California to be exact, whether it was at Qualcomm in San Diego, or as he referred to the soccer stadium in Carson, yeah. or even at SoFi. Disrespectful. He's looking, he's he's he said, hey, it's been it's been Raider Nation. He's not lying. A lot of Charger fans got upset with him, but he's not lying. Like I've covered teams, I've covered the Chargers since 2014 when they were in San Diego, right? So I've been around this team for quite a right. quite a while. I've seen when Raider games come. It is a Raider home game because Raider fans at that time, they will come from Oakland and they will come from L.A., which is a two-hour drive from L.A. to San Diego in good traffic. Okay? Stressed part of good traffic. When you come to the quote-unquote soccer stadium, as they like to refer it to, <laughs> that held 27,000. It was mainly Raider fans at those games. I don't see any much changing when it comes to SoFi Stadium. Now, Keenan Allen at the time said he thought it would be 50-50, which is not good for Raider fans, which I put that on my TikTok at at Nightcast Media. And that's probably the biggest post, one of the biggest posts I've had when it comes to comments because everybody chimed in. Raider fans, Charger fans, a few NFL fans that weren't fans of either team. And I'm saying to myself, okay, listen, The Chargers fan base is growing, okay? You got a great franchise quarterback in Justin Herbert. You have, to me, probably top three, top four wide receivers in the game in Keenan Allen. He is absolutely spectacular. He is box office. I think the defense has improved dramatically under Brandon Staley thus far. I think that's going to be their identity for this team outside of a guy named Justin Herbert. But you got to understand, L.A. is Raider country. And second, after that, it's Rams country when it comes to football. Because the Rams were previously here, they've done a great, outstanding job in various communities around Los Angeles to engage the people to bring them out. And the only time I've been to a Rams game this season, whether it was even during the preseason, when it wasn't a Rams game, is when they played the Raiders and when they played the Niners. Anytime other than that, it's been pretty much 80, 20, maybe 75-ish, 25-ish, Rams and then the other team. The Chargers have yet to build that up. You can't say it's 50 50. That sounds good for a sound bite, and I get it because we all want to bite on it. And it's great for us to have discussions like this, and it's fun because I love Keenan Allen. I think I'll, that dude loves to move the needle, and that's what I love. One of the things I love about him, he loves that he doesn't care. I love him for that. I respect him for it. But let's get accurate for a second. <laughs> We know good in the hell well, Monday Night Football, it was a bunch of Raider fans. That's not to say that the Charger fans weren't in attendance, because they were. I saw Powder Blue out there. I saw Powder Blue in droves out there. But it doesn't mean it was 50 freaking 50. It wasn't. Maybe 65-35? 35 if you want to be if you if you really want to grade on a curve, that's pretty accurate. I mean, let's be
3: honest, bro, it's always been like that 70-30, maybe, uh, probably. At- and, and I've been going to the games, I was down, you know, uh, tailgating at H3 and, and, and having fun. And going to those Raider games, it, even at the queue, it was 60-40, 50-50. And that's, and that's not a knock on the Chargers, it's not, it's just the Raiders have a bigger fan base, that's all it is. And you're moving a franchise that was built in San Diego, moving to L.A. where it's a transplant city, where most people, they either like the Steelers, the Cowboys, or the Raiders in this town, or the the Rams, or the Packers. So there's like five teams that rule L.A., and then the Chargers fall like sixth. And I'm a Charger fan saying that.
1: Well, here's the thing. People have to forget, we were 21 years removed without an NFL team. Exactly. And so you got to understand, like, Charger brass – And those who have done the jobs they've done, as far as getting the Chargers out there, and from my understanding, they've sold all their PSLs, which is which is great for them. Um, I'm glad to hear that. But you got to keep it realistic, dude. It's not a knock just because it's not 50-50. You got to be honest. You have to say, look, man, this is what I see. That's not a knock on the Chargers. It's like, look, man, you guys are a growing fan base. You guys are growing. It takes time. You can't be like the Rams. The Rams had stake in L.A. since 19, what, 1946? Yeah. There's generations of Rams fans in Los Angeles, along with Raider fans. Remember, the Raiders won three Super Bowls in the 80s in Los Angeles. People don't forget. Los Angeles was that, was that, was that, we talk about Championship cities, we talk about, you know, Tampa Bay. We talk about obviously LA with the Lakers and Dodgers winning in the same year. Then we see the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Tampa Bay Bucks winning in the same year. You know, the Tampa Bay Rays went to the the World Series. Yeah, well, championship town was LA in the 80s when you had the Raiders, the Lakers, and the Dodgers winning championships. So you have generations, just like we all have, some of us have kids. We have generations of that. And so what do you think we're going to raise our kids in? L.A. is a Dodger and Laker town, granted. But when it comes to football, football, it is the Raiders when they come to town and the Rams. The Chargers are creeping on a come up. And in a couple of years, as they continue to win and get closer to making a Super Bowl appearance, their fan base is going to grow. Justin Herbert is box office. He's a big-time stud. He's going to help carry this fan base, but it takes time. So don't get discouraged. Don't get upset when we report the facts. That's just what it is. Don't get upset at Derek Carr. He's the messenger. He's reporting what he sees. It's not indicative of of, of the the, the lack of Chargers fan base. That's just what it is. Get over it. Get your head out your feelings and put your big boy pants on, fans. It's okay. Your team is still, still a good team. Please, get over it. Coming up on the other side of the break, you got the TMA brunch with my man Jake Warner, who will be back, as well as we'll get into what the hell happened to the Rams on Sunday. All that and more coming up on the other side of the break. You're checking out TMA with Nick Hamilton here on Sirius XM, Slam Radio 145. Stay tuned.
0: This is SiriusXM XM 145, Slam Radio.
4: There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are
5: strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid. But there is hope. Reach out to someone. Connect with your friends. Stay in touch with your community. And know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, Amigo. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on SiriusXM m 145. Slam Radio.
0: Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov.
4: Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense.
2: I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall. It's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated, Get up in the morning and go what's next I love people to tell me no I love people to tell me don't it won't impossible and, uh, in the word can't is the word can And the word don't is the word do in the word won't is the word one and in the word impossible is possible what are you telling you tell them you, you know that, that all they can do is learn
0: On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio,
3: what's up from Enrique Santos 1249,
1: Aijar Latino. Final segment of TMA with Nick Hamilton here on Sirius XM Slam Radio 145. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA. Now we talked about the NFL. We talked a little NBA. Talked some Major League Baseball. We even got the WNBA involved. But now the Los Angeles Rams. I know everybody's overreacting. They're freaking out. Oh my God, Matthew Stafford. I told you about Matthew Stafford. Raheem Morris. Why did he become the defensive coordinator? All oh, this. Listen. listen, in the words of my man Nori, you got to relax. You got to relax. Take a deep breath, take a shot, and kick your feet up. It's cool. It's all right. Now, yes, the Rams didn't perform like what we saw the previous Sunday against Tom Brady and the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Bucks. However, the Arizona Cardinals have been red hot as of late and now are 4-0 on the season. But my let me remind you, the LA Rams were the bullies that stole their lunch money every day of the week up until yesterday. The Rams were the Debo of the situation. This is the first time Craig got one off on Debo. And Craig happened to be the Arizona Cardinals. With Smokey in the background talking about one That's basically what they did. They, they punched the Rams in the mouth and the Rams had no answer for it. The Rams were in a touchdown drought in between the first and the fourth quarter. And they didn't score again until late in the fourth quarter. And that was a gimme touchdown. They had no answer for Kyler Murray who was elusive, who was physical, who made sure they kept the drives going. The defense played, did not play like the defense we saw them play the previous Sunday. They avoid. They missed tackles. They didn't have poor execution. Even Jalen Ramsey said, hey, we didn't execute. We didn't do what we were supposed to do. Matthew Stafford threw some balls. They forced some balls into coverage. Threw some overthrew guys. Cooper Cup had butterfingers. That happens. It's okay. It's unfortunate. But would you rather the, the Rams try to figure it out now? as opposed to going into December where they lose two straight against teams that they're supposed to beat and now we're trying to figure out in seeding now it's about seeding and where you're going to be in the playoffs It's better to figure out now and like they said like like Sean McVay said look we got a short turnaround we got to go up to Seattle another division opponent and face Seattle in the 12th man in the Emerald City on Thursday night and I think the Rams will finally bounce back Sometimes having those quick turnarounds are more effective than having a whole week off or going into a bye week where you got to sit there and stew over it for about a week or two weeks. Doesn't make sense. So relax, Rams Nation. It's okay. They're going to get it. They're going to get through. And I still have the Rams going to the Super Bowl. I still got them going to the Super Bowl. My AFC pick? I ain't so confident on my AFC pick. But I do like the Rams. I like the Rams chances. I think Matthew Stafford would turn it around. Look, who would you rather have right now, Rams fans? Would you rather have Matthew Stafford, or would you rather have Jared Goff? We seen what was happening with Jared Goff. The Lions are golfle. So would you rather still have Jared Goff, or Matthew Stafford? All right, then I thought so. All right, y'all. I gotta bring in my guy back into the mix, Jake Warner, aka Big Brother Jake. What's happening, man? What's good, man. <laughs> golfle, <laughs> man. That was good. Horrible. Nah,
3: no, he's terrible. And if Ram fans still want to complain about Stafford when they had golf, then they need to shut up. Seriously. Seriously,
1: man. A tall glass to shut the hell up on the rocks. Yes, sir. Shaking us stirred. Hello. <laughs> all right, man. What you got for me, man? I'm ready to eat, man. What you cooking up? Let's cook it. All right. So,
3: the big catastrophe of 2021, <laughs> a lot of people getting worked on all of a sudden. How long will Instagram and Facebook be down, and how will people conduct their lives in the absence of one of the social
1: media platforms? Well, as we know, Monday, man, the, the the platforms were down. I was sitting there. I, I don't know, man. I felt like I felt like Tyrone Biggums. <laughs> I was sitting there scratching, like, Same. man, where's where's my Instagram? Where's my, not so much Facebook, but where's my Instagram? <laughs> Even though both both sites were, were were currently down at that time, right. I was like, dude, you messing up my flow, man. I got stuff I got to promote. I got stuff I got to post. Right. And I know people that, that are sitting at a nine to five. They sitting there like, what the hell are we gonna do? And all you got is Twitter. Twitter and you have and work. Twitter, work, and YouTube. <laughs> that's it. That's all you got. That's maybe good. TikTok, but that's about it.
3: You can't even go check your side piece and say what's dude, up. No, can On
1: WhatsApp because it's down too. Can't, can't, M, can't, can't DM your co-worker on two rows over? Nope. <laughs> like, I got your IG. What's up? Yep. Can't, can't do that. Nope, of nope nope nope, 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 Ta- nope.
3: Take your asses to work. Make sure you are productive today and today only because we know in a few hours as this is being recorded, y'all be back to doing no work and complaining about having to be at work.
1: Yep. And we go see all the photos. Oh, thank God, Twitter is back. (laughs) I mean, excuse me, Instagram is back. You know, thank God, Facebook, y'all get on Facebook. Oh. All the elderly people, now the elderly people on Facebook, they losing their mind because they, they got all they nothing got, to do. All they got is they they daytime game shows and talk shows <laughs> and, 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 and soap operas. That's it. They they through.
3: It's true. I mean, I ain't going to lie because, you know, like when we're in studio, I like to post behind the scenes stuff as we're recording and I'm taking video and I'm like, when am I going to post this? Like, <laughs> So I, I totally forgot, but. You know, it's going to be all right, y'all. Just just walk your way through Go outside. See, you know, feel some sunshine. Feel the breeze. You know, get you something to drink. And, you know, maybe take your lunch early or something. Or just do some damn work because that's what you get paid to do. You know, do something like that. All right. So moving on, Nick, because, you know, if we keep talking about it, people are going to get really sad. Uh, former ESPN host Michelle Beadle is reportedly in- interested in a comeback to television. Does she have a place still? in this time and space.
1: Oh, good question. Um I don't know, man. I don't know. Sometimes being off a of TV for so long could be it could be a blessing or it could be a detriment. Like it just depends on what angle you're trying to come in. I don't know. What I'm not saying she doesn't have a place. I think everybody has an opportunity if they want to come in and right. do, do what they need to do and she's you know, she has experience. Obviously, she's hosted shows. Um she's done, you know, she's done a a, a pretty good job, you know, hosting shows and and things that she's done in the past. Um, but it just where the climate is right now, especially coming off this whole Rachel Nichols situation with Maria Taylor, and now you got Malika Andrews who's done a fantastic job. congratulations to her. Absolutely, as well as Maria Taylor, she's yes. done a fantastic job doing NBC hosting duties uh, for the NFL on Sunday nights. Um, I thoroughly enjoy her 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 hosting and commentary. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like that's the thing. Like I don't know where Michelle Beadle actually fits. Like where she fits. Like that's the biggest question. Um, what is she looking to do? Like, we don't know exactly what she's looking to do. Is, right. is it gonna be sports? Could it be like an entertainment situation where she goes to like ET or the insider or whatever these daily mail TV, like something right. whatever these 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 shows that are on right now, like I don't know. I like, guess that's, that's I guess that's the best answer I can give. Like, I don't know. But if she does, I mean good luck to her, you know.
3: I you know, I, I think they'd have to have like a space created for her because everything's taken up right now. And and, and say if there was no replacement for uh, Rachel Nichols, I would totally plug her back in because I liked when she did stuff for the NBA on ESPN. But who knows, man? I mean, TV's a, a different animal. You know, usually when TV people can't get back in the TV, they go to radio. So I've seen that happen more than once. But hey, Michelle Beadle, good luck to you. And hopefully you find something that suits what you're trying to
1: do man in a real way yes sir all right thank you so much always brother appreciate you um when you look at i look at certain things right so we, we always talk about sports on the show mainly we talk about sports on this show and we talk about a lot of different things that may be going on currently in the world um whether that be you know vaccines which i try to stay away from much like politics i try to stay away from especially on this here show Um, I have another show for that that y'all can check out. It's called The Opposite Reaction. That's every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, on the Good News Radio Network and on the Good News app and on all streaming platforms, in case you miss it. Anyway, when it comes to sports, you all listen to, may not listen to me all the time, which is fine. You listen to other people. But the point is, you're listening. You want us to give you information. You want us to give you as much info and insight on that particular sport Or topic as much as possible so you can have a reason to agree with us disagree with us cuss us out love us debate with your friends whatever it may be but if we are if those who are in authority that allow us access to these venues impede our progress and impede our ability to bring you that information then how are we supposed to do it you can't say that you want to grow a league like the NBA for example or the NFL or the NHL or the Major League Baseball or the WNBA you can't say that and then cut us off at above the knee and I say that because recently in the NBA obviously dealing with COVID there have been some protocols that have been able to to jump some things around and the nba certain nba teams have pretty much segregated us in a way and they've segregated us in a way to a point where if we're not the creme de la creme that they think that we are or our audiences may be we're put in a different bracket and we're not we're separated away from the upper echelon's bracket as it were We're treated like second and third class citizens. I've seen cattle get treated better than what we're going to get treated as. Covering a team. And my argument has always been with 75 plus percent black players in the NBA and more even in the WNBA, how is it that there's not at least 37.5% black owned media and other media outlets of color owned covering your teams in your league. And you know, there's not even a double digit percentage of black owned media and Latino owned media and other media outlets of color that are covering the league on a regular basis as far as the specific teams, which is absolutely appalling and, and despicable. Because how can you put out a PSA during the 2020s year with everything that was going on, unfortunately, with the death of George Floyd, the death of Breonna Taylor, Armand Aubrey? All the protesting that was going on in the streets—you want to spray, you want to spray paint "Black Lives Matter" over your courts. You want to talk about having equality. You put out a PSA. Many of your franchises have put out a PSA, including you as an organization, NBA, have put out a PSA saying, "You know what? We want to stamp. We want to help stamp out." And, and I'm just paraphrasing. We want to help stamp out, you know, racism, oppression, inequality. Uh, we want justice. We're against police brutality. X, Y, and Z. But you forgot about the media, and if you continue to allow this to happen, Adam Silver and company, where media continues to get shut out, primarily black media, Latino-owned media, and other media outlets of color, then you continue to perpetuate the problem that you claim that you want us to help stamp out, stomp out, and that's a contradiction. And that problem, we um, we all have, a, we all have our contradictions. But that is a major contradiction. And that's what I have a problem with. And that's what needs to change. You need to open up the doors, stop segregating media outlets based upon what you think the numbers should or could or, or happen to be. And give us the opportunity that we've earned and afforded to be able to disseminate the information to our various audiences. Because as I've said time and time again, I'll continue to say it. We as Black Me Own Media Outlets and as a community have a voice that middle America does not speak to. And we have information and a responsibility to disseminate that information. I don't wanna talk about basketball all the time if I'm interviewing or trying to get a question in to LeBron James or Russell Westbrook or Carmelo Anthony or Paul George. I don't wanna always ask basketball questions. That's great and that's fine, but there's other things these players are more, there's more to life than, than just basketball with a lot of these players. A lot of these guys are businessmen. They have organizations. They have causes that they're, they're behind. They have recreational things that they're into. I want to be able to ask Paul George about going fishing and what's the biggest fish he's ever caught. I want to ask him. I, I had an opportunity this past weekend to, sit in, to, to drive down to San Diego and, to sit in front of Paul George and ask him, "Hey man, I saw you got a Rams jersey at SoFi. You had one of the probably one of the biggest games of the year next to the Super Bowl. How was that experience for you? What did that mean for the for the Rams organization to give you a jersey with your name on it?" And he gave me a fantastic answer. It wasn't basketball related, even though you know the reporters before me asked him all the basketball questions, and that's fine. I asked him a basketball question, but hell, there's other things to life than just basketball or football or baseball or hockey or whatever it is i would like to ask lebron james about him being in the Nas and blast video recently i want to ask russell westbrook yo he was at the beat on rindo concert this past weekend you got up on stage and started you know really representing la but we get blocked because everybody else wants to ask them basketball questions they feel unworthy well guess what lady guess what folks We're just as worthy as the folks that cover them them on a daily basis. And our audience matter just as much as their audiences do. So that tells me that you don't think, not only that we're valuable as reporters and journalists, but our audiences aren't valuable. And that is ridiculous, absurd, and discriminatory. And stop using COVID as an excuse to discriminate. Because if everybody in the room is vaccinated, Including what Rob Palinka, as an example, said that hey, all our players by opening night will be 100 percent vaccinated. So as long as we wear masks, we stay six feet in distance, and we're all vaccinated, then what the hell is the problem? What's the excuse now? Please, somebody help me help you. Make it make sense to me. I'll wait because you know what you know what does make sense to me. Y'all are so see-through like cellophane and scotch tape, and this is nothing but a, a, another prime form of discrimination on the highest level and we as media members can no longer especially those of us in the black and brown communities and other communities of color can no longer allow this to happen because if we do and we don't use our voices for what we need to use them for it will continue to go on and nothing will be done and all we'll be doing is sitting around complaining at a barbershop like a bunch of grumpy old men and nothing's going to change That's my time for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in to TMA with Nick Hamilton. I'd like to thank the good folks over at SiriusXM, Slam Radio, and Nightcast Media for having me on. If you missed any portion of this broadcast, make sure you download and subscribe to us on all streaming platforms, iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Spotify. For my engineer extraordinaire, producer Jake Warner, I am Nick Hamilton. Until next week, stay sharp, take care, I'm out.
0: The views and opinions expressed on TMA with Nick Hamilton, Extra Dose, are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.